Hello and welcome to Solar Travel with Darren. This is episode number 69. And today I'm going to be talking about traveling in 2022 and specifically kind of what you need to know when you get to when you're in the airport as far as changing planes or giving yourself enough time to fly, um, things like that. Because in 2022, and I guess for the foreseeable future, things are a little bit different in that the airports are a lot busier now. After COVID, everybody's traveling again. And in the the airport staff and all everything is there's a lot of shortages uh, with employees in the in the airline business. So your traveling is a little bit different than it's been in the past. And so I want to just talk about some of those things and um, how it might help you save some time and make all your flights and all that stuff. Um, uh, the first thing is that when you are transferring. Um, we have transfers. So basically, if you're going somewhere and you have one or two, maybe even three stops along the way, um, make sure those transfer windows are big enough. And so what I mean by that is like, say you're going from Phoenix to Paris, but you have a layover in New York. Well, make sure the time between your flight when you land in New York and the time you take off to go to Paris um, is enough time. Before um, before COVID, really, if you got there, let's say 45 minutes to an hour, if you had about an hour lag time, whatever, layover, um, you could make it. You can make your connecting flight, but that's not even close to enough time nowadays. Um, nowadays, you need at probably two hours, um, maybe a little bit more of a layover um, to get to your next flight. So, when you're booking flights and you look at those connections and you look at the layover, make sure those layovers are now um, two hours at a minimum um, because for whatever reason, the flights are always late leaving. Your, if you're going A, B to C, basically your A flight is always late or some, something goes around with a, your A flight and then the B flight you know, might take off without you or you have to run through the airport to catch that B flight. Um, or whatever. But again, if you have about two hours in between flights, you should be okay. Um, the more, the more, the better, especially now in 2022. And again, the foreseeable future. Um, and that also brings me to another point as far as like the time, the, the layover, you would think that when you book a trip, like say you book it on United or you book it on Expedia or through Priceline or I don't know, any, any of those places that book airline tickets, um, you would think that they would know how long the layovers, you know, how tight the layovers can be when they're making the connections, when, when they're giving you that, that route or that ticket. But that's not, that's not the case. Um, just because you put, book a ticket with you know, United or Expedia or whoever, um, make sure that you pick a ticket that has a, enough um, layover, the space for layover, before you do it just don't assume that every ticket that they're offering will give you the proper layover because some of them are probably within like in an hour um of each other or an hour an hour layover i know when i flew to the balkans this past summer um one of my layovers was about an hour uh, a little bit over an hour and i just barely made it i think that was coming out of chicago going to germany or something but um Again, so make sure that your transfer your, or your layovers are two, two hours plus. Um, 
The other thing I want to talk about is customs and how you deal with customs when you're traveling. Um, if this is like your first time over, well, if you've been overseas before, you probably know this, but if this is your first time going overseas, um, th this will help you. So when you, when you go to a new country, you're going to have to go through customs, obviously, right? You have to go and show your passport, um, in order to leave the airport and go to your hotel and all that stuff. Well, if you're taking, if you're doing a connection though, in a foreign country, you do not have to go through their customs window um, in that country. And so, like, for example, if you're flying, I don't know, from the U.S. to, uh, I don't know, um, Paris, whatever, let's go to France. Um, if you have a stopover in London for whatever reason, when you get to London, do not, you don't go through their customs because you're not leaving the airport. You're not doing anything. You're just transferring on. And so there should, when you get to the airport in London, look for the transfer area or the area for ongoing passengers and you go through that way. Um, and again, it's not, in, it's not obvious or whatever. It's not, um, it's not, it's not normal because the crowd is all going to customs. And so normally when you're traveling, it's good just to follow the crowd and you'll be okay. But in this case, majority, not majority, but well, I guess a little bit more than majority of people are probably just going to go through customs. And so when you get out the plane, it's going to direct you to customs. But like I said, you have to find the area to go for ongoing passengers. Um, and I, cause I, and I talk about this cause I had to go through this in, um, when I was going to um, Sarajevo back in May, and I had a connection in, I think it was in Belgrade. Um, and in Belgrade, I had, I, I got off the plane in Belgrade, and I knew that I didn't have to go to the customs because I wasn't getting out there. Um, so I went to the transfer area to the ongoing passengers. And when I got there, there was like another um, customs window or another place where we were looking at my passport. And so, I remember I went up to the window and I stand, I stood in line to go to the window and I got to the window and this is in the passenger, this is the ongoing passenger area. And they, when I got to the window, they told me I didn't need to show them my passport because I already had a booking, uh, a booking pass, a booking, booking ticket, um, to go over, you know, to go on to Sarajevo. So then I went, so I stood in line for no reason. Um, so again, when you're in that situation, though, like I said, if you're an ongoing passenger, if you're going to another destination, if in doubt, ask somebody, ask somebody who's working there at the airport if, you know, if, if there's a, you know, way to go around all the, all that. Um, you'll have to go through uh, security, obviously, even if you're going ongoing, in my example, to Paris or to France, but you don't have to go through customs and immigration and all that stuff. So hopefully that that'll help you again, if you've, if you've traveled before, if you've been overseas before, this is probably, you probably already know all that. Um, but if you haven't, um, that'll help you. Um, and then finally, again, when I'm talking about customs, if you're coming back to the U S, um, the U S customs, especially in New York. And again, that's what I really remember New York and DC, um, it's very, it, it's busy. It's super, super busy, super, super crowded. And so when you're flying back to the U S from overseas, make sure again, like I said earlier, if you have a connection that has a two hour layover, 
I would have a three-hour layover coming back from the, for coming back to the U.S. because the U.S. is notoriously bad when it comes to getting you through customs quickly. Um, come especially like in a JFK. That, that's one I remember the most. And literally every time I've ever flown back to the U.S., um, I've almost missed my flights from JFK and DC that I can remember um, back to Phoenix. And in fact, I've, I definitely missed one flight now that I think about it. Um, I had to get rerouted to LA. But again, because you get off the plane coming back to the US and the customs line is so long and it's so slow. Um, and again, it doesn't really matter if your flight has, you know, if your next flight's leaving in two hours, if your layover's two hours, um, you'll barely make it, if, if at all. So make sure that you give yourself enough time, especially when you're coming back to the US. Um, so that's it. That's all I want to share with you. Like I said, traveling now in 2022 is a little bit different. I was in um, the Balkans. I was in Serbia. I was in uh, Montenegro and uh, Bosnia back in May. And I saw at the airport how how busy it was. And I think it's even worse now as I, re- as I record this in July, um, how busy it was. And again, the connection, the connections, and it part of the, the, the part of the problem was that the, none of the planes left on time. And so I've heard of situations where people have missed their flights because their planes, they left on time, but then when they got to the, when they landed, they sat on the runway for 30 minutes or 45 minutes waiting for an open gate to park at. And so, and then they missed their connection. Um, but most of the time what's happened to me is that my first flight leaves late. And that's what happened when I was down, like I said, when I was in the Balkans, when I was flying, I was flying from, um, Budva from Montenegro. I was flying from Montenegro to Sarajevo, but I had a connection in Belgrade and my flight out of Montenegro was late. We sat on the runway for, well, we didn't even go on the runway. I think, I think we were waiting for a plane or something, but we were late leaving Montenegro by at least 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes. And so when we got to Belgrade, um, that's when I was talking about earlier, I had the two different customs areas. Um, and that's when I missed my flight to, uh, Sarajevo. So they rerouted me to, um, they got me, there, they, there was no more flights from Belgrade to Sarajevo that day. And so they asked me if I wanted to go to, um, uh, Vienna to, to Austria, to Vienna, Austria, and then down to Sarajevo. And, uh, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, it was kind of out of the way, but I wanted to get to Sarajevo that day. So I took it. Um, and that was like, I think I flew out at like maybe eight o'clock or something like that, um, from Belgrade. But, and, and I will say that it reminds me of one of the things that might help you when you're traveling, especially now is when you're nice to the people who work at the airport or you're cool to the people who work at the airport, they'll help you out if they can. And, this is an example of it because I mean, I missed my flight to Sarajevo, but I knew it wasn't like anybody's fault in Belgrade. I mean, it wasn't their fault. Um, so, you know, I was talking to them and I was like telling them, you know, I, I forgot what the small talk was, but, um, I was, you know, I was just being nice to them or whatever. And then they asked me, they're like, well, you know, we have this flight going to Vienna tonight. If you want to go there, we, it'll take you to Vienna. Then it'll take you down to Sarajevo. Um, if you want, we can get that for you. And they didn't have to do that. They, they didn't have to 
look for another flight for me that was like completely out of the out of the ordinary or out of the, out of the way um they could have just put me on the next flight in the morning to Sarajevo like you know what would what, what would have happened if they wouldn't have kind of went out of their way to help me out so um that just goes back and again that's more of like a ph- philosophical thing i mean if if you're nice to people they're going to be nice to you they're going to try to help you out uh, everybody's stressed out at the airport. So, um, if you can just be nice to the people who are working, they'll help you out, um, when, you know, if they can. So, and it goes back to the thing is like the world is your mirror. I always say that it's like people will treat you like you treat them. And so, um, you know, keep that in mind. So anyways, that's what I have for this episode. Again, it was about traveling to the, it's about traveling in, in the airport specifically. Um, but, if you have any questions, uh, reach out to me. You can reach out to me at Darren21, double D Darren21 at gmail.com. Um, check out my new website. I have my new website is solomailtravel.com. It's really not a new site. It, I started it back in 2019 or 20, right before COVID. Um, but I've kind of re, restarted it and um, going to be putting more content on that, on that, on that blog. So if you would, please check it out. Uh, Once again, thank you for listening and I'll see you next Thursday.